Hello and welcome to episode four of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, as always. I am joined by the bodacious escort I live with, Webb. Say hello. Hello. Um, am I important this week? Yes, you're an escort. Escorts are phenomenally important. Oh, great. Not like an escort mission. Oh, no, no. Everyone hates those. <laughs> That's okay. No, I'm, I'm talking about like more of those um, really expensive prostitutes. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's fine then, that's fine. Um, what have you been doing this week? What have I been doing? Yes. <laughs> well, apart from likening you to an expensive prostitute, um, I haven't been doing too much, to be completely honest. It's been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me. Uh, I, I've I've not played many new things. I, I've, I've been a piece of shit, and I've, I've been role-playing on WoW. <laughs> I'm doing the worst thing. I've been doing the worst thing, and I'm sorry. And I, I, I think people will be ashamed of me for admitting that what I've been doing. I've I've mainly just kind of been like focusing on my art right now. <laughs> like <laughs> you have as well. I, I mean. literally yeah, I've been I've been painting my like cuz I never finished painting my my Warhammer army and since we did the video of uh, Wibs Orc Warband, there's a a uh, mounting pressure for me to finish painting my army, <laughs> which I never really finished. To be honest, it because you're, you're the sort of person that would, like, nearly finish a model and then move on to the next model because you were bored of it. So you ended up with an army full of models that weren't... None of them were fully painted, but most of them were mostly painted. Okay, okay. I'm, you're cheating because we are literally sitting on like at a table that has half of my miniatures on it. Yep. And you can see that all of them are nearly finished, <laughs> but not quite. So that's cheating. You're not allowed that one. But yeah, I've, I've been painting my, trying to catch up with painting my miniatures so I could do a video on my my 40k army. I've been drawing a lot and then writing and oh, I've uh, I've I played the Doom Four beta, the multiplayer beta. Yes, yes, I played a little bit of that as well. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely very interesting. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree um, with that. Yeah, it's first person. Shooter because of course it fucking is. It's Doom Four. If, if it was like an over-the-shoulder fucking building game, people oh, no, would be it rioting. Out, it turns out Doom Four is actually uh, a real-time strategy game. No one saw it coming, but that's what it is. Wow, mm. wow. Well, there you go. It's a visual <laughs> novel. You heard it here first. It's a dating simulator with RTS elements. It's my- basically fucking Harvest Mars. I was hoping my waifu would be Kako Demon Chan. <laughs> oh, Kako Demon Chan! No, no, he's my waifu. Get get your own. Kako demons are so Sundera. <laughs> I'd say I'd say like I don't know, Incubi are probably more Sundera. Possibly, Maybe. possibly. Anyway, um, very interesting. Uh, yeah, just a multiplayer beta is kind of open and there for anyone to play. Hmm. Um, I played. I played a bit. And the weapons are... I mean, I'm addicted to the rocket launcher. All the secondaries, from what I can tell, are kind of shit. But they're secondary weapons. Oh, uh, the shotgun's pretty devastating up close. It's a shotgun, yeah. so I don't think that counts. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's annoying that you've, you've only got two weapon slots. Which is a bit... <laughs> not doom. Mm. I mean, like, uh, I, 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 when I was a little girl, I used to play, like, um, at my house, because we had quite a big house... Um, every like couple of months, 
what would happen is my dad would invite all of his friends over and we'd have a network day, like a LAN day. Mm. And I think my brother and I, we had our own PC and my dad had his. So we'd take turns like playing Doom with the lads, like multiplayer LAN Doom. And that would be like a weekend. We'd just sit there, we'd, we'd play Blood, like Duke Nukem multiplayer was another one we played a lot. Just, just like all sorts of things like that. And I will say, being like ugh, an old school uh, Doom multiplayer person, <laughs> whatever the fuck I am, I'd like the maps. The two maps that you've got do really feel like old multiplayer kind of, like classic multiplayer maps. You know what I mean? It's really difficult to describe. Yeah, because there's two in the beta. One of which is kind of a, a like a foundry type one. And that's... yeah, the other ones like a, like a heli kind of. There's inverted pentagrams and lava. Yeah, I was going to say because there's the the. The foundry one, it doesn't. The, it could fit into any kind of shooter in pretty oh, yeah. much anyway. Yeah, but easily. the the other one that's covered in pentagrams and demon heads that that is something that could only exist in Doom. And yeah, it's also the sort of thing that they wouldn't dare do in Doom Three. So the yeah. fact they're doing it here is kind of a good sign. Well, I mean, like um, visually, I think the maps are a little bit dull, but like the layout, I really feel is quite classic. I think that's what really sells it to me. Okay. Um, like. Like the whole, like, when you'd be playing Quake, like, the, you stop moving, you fucked up. You always have to be moving, like, you know, you're always jumping around, like, hyperkinetic bastard you are. And, yeah, it's like, you don't really get too much, I mean, like, like in Team Fortress 2, you get a bit of that, where bunny hopping's quite important. And, of course, you get rocket jumping, which I was quite pissed off that they didn't have rocket jumping in Doom 4. <laughs> I know that it was, it's a Quake thing, but at the same time, it's like... Oh, I, I just really kind of hope they'd put that in because it's a classic kind of thing. <laughs> I think it'd work well in that game. I think yeah. it would. I also think in Unreal Tournament, I think it was 2004 or 2003, um, where double tapping a directional key would make you jump, or like basically like dash in, in a direction. And I think Doom 4 would actually really benefit from that because you feel quite stodgy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... It, uh, it's the sort of game that it's near. I feel it, it's not great, but it is nearly. It's nearly good. It's very nearly good, but it's just not. Yeah, because there's just so many little things that kind of just hamper it. Like, yeah. like yeah, the, I mean, the lack of maneuverability is one. That, that you, yeah. you feel like you should have a bit more. I mean, you do have quite a bit because you've got a double jump. And like, if you, oh no, the double jump is is very cool. And if you're near a ledge, then that double jump will you can then like latch onto things and you pull yourself up. Things like that. That it gives you quite a lot of movement. But it feels like you should have a little bit more it's, it's not, than you already have. It's not enough movement. Or maybe That's just, my problem. Maybe just move a bit faster, I don't know. And well, the, no, I think the movement speed is okay. Uh, yeah, I just think, I'd say it's just like just having the ability to like jump it, like like dash left or right and back, I think that would mm. be quite helpful. Because like once you mastered that in like UT, you were fucking unstoppable. <laughs> it was amazing. I would also like it if the weapons had a bit more balance to them. Cause some the weapons things, are a bit fucked. Yeah, yeah the, it feels kind of cheap when it feels like you're getting constantly one shot and then you shoot a guy twice in the face with a rocket launcher mid-air. And he's still got half his health left. And you're like... Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I think... I don't know how much of that is down to, like, just perception. But I, I got that a lot as well. Where I was like, okay, I hit this guy four times. He hit me once. What the I, fuck? I think one of the problems is that there's not much blast damage on, on the no, rocket the launcher. No, the splash My favourite weapon is the rocket launcher. Because, well, I'm... TF2, I main soldier. I love splash damage. Mm. I like lead fire, okay? Just... <laughs> 
leave me alone. The weapons, I think, they're a bit, eh. They're, yeah. they're quite lackluster, and it's like, okay, yeah, you've got you've got the classic shotgun in there, but there's no like you rarely ever get close to someone, and even they've got a melee in there because it's a multiplayer game. Of course, they've got a melee, but the melee does like next to no damage. Because I like literally, I followed this one guy for like. 30 seconds just meleeing him. <laughs> he didn't notice I was behind him. And it didn't do shit. And I was like, okay, I've hit him like four times. Why isn't he dead? I, yeah. I, I don't think it should be like a one-hit kill, but if it was like, it took half your health in one belt. Because it's quite hard to get that close to someone. Yeah, because even though we're you know, saying that it could do with more maneuverability, it is still relatively fast when you consider... It's relatively fast and long range. You know, when you consider a modern uh, first-person shooter, it's relatively fast for yeah, that. No, definitely. Another problem I had with it is like, um, is target readability. Uh, not 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 specifically going like oh is this guy on my team is this guy not because like the floating kind of colors uh, like colored nameplate is that's a classic it, it works but like I had trouble discerning targets from the actual map background. To be honest, I've had that problem since about like two thousand and one. So <laughs> well, yeah. If, if it's not Valve, then they're not doing it. Yeah, right, if it's not but... TF two, I can't see fucking shit. No, I mean like well, TF two just ticks all the boxes and does pretty much everything right. So. But yeah, it's like I, I found that a bit a bit difficult. Um, I thought, like performance wise, I thought it ran really well. It it did seem to run quite well on our machine, considering it's yeah, a bit, a bit machine, aged. Yeah, our machine is a bit old, um, and we, yeah, we we could run it pretty well. I thought that was that was quite impressive. I it seemed like it had a pretty consistent frame rate, hovering around forty fifty. Yeah, which isn't ideal, but you it's know. not the best. But that's still pretty damn good, especially Playing... for a fucking modern game, which are like you know you're lucky to get twelve frames on some of those damn things. <laughs> especially something that's you know has got console ports. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, I feel slightly more well disposed to it because like the reviews on Steam are are quite harsh, shall we say? <laughs> like, there's some people who are citing like technical issues, like. We we can run it at a, a passable frame rate, yeah. But some people can't. They they're getting like ten frames a second, or the thing just doesn't load, and those kind of negative responses perfectly acceptable. No, no, I could, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but... Oh, we did have one bug where we can't. It won't register our name on yeah. Steam. It just it just it just like we can't. Like we thought it was like they fucked up by not putting like by hiding away the what's my name like like change change the character name but no it's just fucked up and it just keeps calling us doom marine yeah apparently that's a bug cuz it's supposed to pull it from your steam apparently and it doesn't which is fucking weird but yeah the a lot of the the comments that people are leaving and the reviews like people fucking hate it they're like oh my god this is just totally like just fucking call of duty you know okay now i'm going to say yes it obviously has called of call of duty elements like perks and level up but fucking everything does nowadays yeah. that and like visually like they don't look like doom they don't look like uac marines which is so fucking classic i would love to be so fucking like rocking around as like a proper doom marine but no, they look like sh- they look like fucking like guys from Halo. They look so generic. They do, they do, and I think that that doesn't help as well. But still, even though yeah, the it doesn't feel quite like an old school shooter. Oh no, and it also and the aesthetic of the actual Marines doesn't look like a Doom Marine. It just they, they look like any you know they, when you have like the custom Spartans from yeah. Halo, and you, they just look like those. It honestly like. Apart from the hell level, and even then, if you're not looking in certain places, it just feels like any kind of sci-fi multiplayer shooter, with, yeah. with a bit of a callback to old-school multiplayer first-person mm. shooters. 
even we, even with that in place, it's not an unmitigated disaster. No, it's that's the thing. My biggest problem with it is that it's all right. It's fine. It's it works, I guess. And it's like, oh, come on! I played Doom when it came out, and it was great. And the multiplayer was was fucking awesome. I don't think I ever actually played Doom in multiplayer. No. No, oh, I, I played yeah. Duke Nukem 3D in multiplayer oh, quite that, a bit at college. Well, but that, that was that was a good one for multiplayer. I yeah, I don't know if I ever actually played Doom. I played a lot of Doom multiplayer as a, as a kid. Like I played with my brother a lot because he'd be like on the upstairs computer and I'd be on the downstairs computer and we'd just have like a one v one. Yeah. Um. No, I I think. I mean, I I'm I guess I like it more than dislike it, but there are a hell of a lot of problems with it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's, it's it's fine. Um, it's I think, just fine. Yeah, and I, for something that's calling itself Doom, which I, I refuse, it will always be Doom fucking 4, because I hate this fucking trend. Oh yeah, just calling it Doom just, is stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's Doom 4, fuck you. That's my that's my little grumble over, for now. <laughs> oh, there's another thing. You can play as, as the demons, and then John was a zombie. You can be the zombie, yes. You can be the zombie, okay. So sporadically throughout the match, a demon room will appear. And this is a very interesting addition, because it's like, okay, this is kind of out of fucking left field. It's entirely possible it was in the uh, the Doom 3 multiplayer. I don't know. I never, ever played Nobody it. fucking played it. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly anyone played fucking, like, much of Doom 3. Like, well, I don't know. It was fairly, fairly, well, fairly uh, well widely played when it first came out. It was not well received, though. Not really, no. no Although it, it has wasn't got... Very Good. Well, it's... Well, I had that amazing like weapon, the, like, the really OP one, you know, the flashlight. Yeah, that yeah. that was hardcore. Yeah, the thing with with Doom Three is that I've noticed that it's actually its retrospective like rep- reputation is actually getting better because over time people are looking back at it and actually kind of going, you know what, it wasn't that bad. Like people are actually finding a lot more to like about it now, especially in the face of modern shooters, which sort of became a real just slush of mediocrity for a long time. Yeah. And so people are like looking back on Doom through quite fondly so. It's... Well, yeah, hindsight is is pretty good cuz yeah, it's like at the time I remember getting really quite when I used to get hyped, you know, when I still had hope. <laughs> I remember getting really like excited about it before it came out at the time. I was like 16 when it was coming out. I was like, "Oh my god. Oh my god, this looks so great and it, it's pretty." Yay! That that means it's going to be a good game. <laughs> well, I had a new PC built to play that in Half Life Two. Guess which one of them I played the most of. Um, let me guess. Oh, this is the, I fucking I remember complaining with a mate of mine uh, about the specs because like, but like, like it was like oh yeah you need five gig around to play this properly and that did not exist at the time. Oh yeah, there was and we were a- like. What? Fuck, fucking... Are you serious? Only theoretical supercomputers could actually meet the uh, recommended specs <laughs> for Doom 3 on launch. And it still didn't look that great. No, like Half-Life <laughs> 2... Like, how how would how we optimise this so badly? Yeah, so Half-Life 2 looked... In some, like, in some ways it didn't look quite as good, but in other ways it looked a lot better. I'd say the was... only difference really is that Doom 3 had better shaders. Yeah, but, um, but Half-Life 2 ran oh, yeah. vastly better. Consistency. That's yeah. what's key, but yeah, like no, never played, never played Doom Free multiplayer because of course I no one did. didn't. No one did. No one did. And if you think you did, you're wrong. You're Sorry. wrong. That was literally a fever dream, and <laughs> we hope you get well soon. You're actually in a coma, and we want you to wake up. Like your family misses you. Yeah. So Doom Doom Four multiplayer beta seems all right. Seems all right. Hopefully cool. that means that the multiplayer in the full game will be all right. But hopefully they'll fix a few of the, the little nagging issues. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. 
So, Wib, my darling, my sweetness, my the apple of my eye, what else have you been playing? Dark Souls. Okay. Jeez, is this the part where you want to talk about Dark Souls 3 for an hour and a half? Uh, I, I can do it now or I can do it after we've talked about everything else because I'll probably be talking for quite some time. You know what? That's probably a really good idea. Okay. So I, won't, I won't talk about Dark Souls. Okay, just just don't say anything for now and we'll get to it. We'll get to it later. We'll get to the part where I get to talk about Dark Souls later. Yes, yes. We're playing Dark Souls. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and and that's really cool. <laughs> it is very cool. But we need to talk about other things first. Okay, what else have we got to talk about? Well... I've been I've been reading a lot about this, and I'd like to talk about Quantum Break. Oh yes. More specifically, I want to talk about the Quantum Break PC port and how it's kind of crap. How it's barely fucking functional. And <laughs> uh, just 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 so people know before going to this, we haven't played Quantum Break. We because, have not played it because there's no way we could. <laughs> because it requires either having an X bone, which we will never buy, because why would we? Or having a PC with Windows 10 on it. Which, fuck off, will we'll we ever installing Windows 10? Well, may- maybe in a few, you know, in a year or so, like when there's actually a reason to, but, you know, right now. And by, mm. by the time we'll install Windows 10, no one will remember Quantum Break, so, Well, you know. okay. Windows 10 uses the UWP thing. Yeah, it's like a it's thing. It's a universally, uh, well, what is it? Universal, universal Windows, Windows platform. Okay, that's that's what Microsoft are trying to push because they fucking forgot how dreadful Games for Windows fucking Live was. That, that wasn't literally the fucking worst. That, just, just saying. That thing that they quietly kind of cancelled. Yeah, and then and got broke everything when they fucking did. Yeah. I and then they basically pulled it again with this UWP shit. Okay, UWP has caused a lot of problems, especially for like YouTubers, like. It means that Fraps can't record it? Yeah, it, one of the big problems with it is that what it does is it makes the programs you buy through it work more like apps on, on like an iPad or whatever. Oh goody, I love playing all my games on fucking iPhone. So you can't access their file structure, they're just kind of a, a singular entity that you just boot up. They're, just, they're not a real executable as we know them. So anything that like hooks into the way their graphics work, like say Fraps or something like, um, like, like a good example would be um, DS Fix, the thing that makes Dark Souls One not be shit on PC. Oh yeah, because you can't patch U- UWPs, can you? No, no, because they're because they're, they're not, an, as you say, an, an, a technically an executable. Yes, yeah, so you can't mod them. You can't mess around with the files. So things <laughs> like things that fix like resolution issues or graphical issues from like a, a set of separate files you throw in there that hook into their graphics to change them, those will not work. And mm. um, so yeah, these UWPs are bad for that kind of shit. And yeah, that perhaps doesn't work with them for that reason. Yeah, I have not heard many a good thing about them, and it seems the UWP has seemed to absolutely fucking bushwhack Quantum Break. There was so many fucking issues with this. All right, it can't run at sixty FPS. Okay, no, no, that's a lie. The max frame rate of Quantum Break is linked to your monitor's refresh rate. So that makes sense. So you can't have 60 frames per second on a 60 hertz monitor. You just can't fucking attain it. it That's like legit. Isn't it like it's it can run at five-sixths of your monitor's refresh rate? I think so, that's the fraction exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, if you have a 60 hertz monitor, your quantum break will only ever run at 50 frames a second. Yeah. Not that, not that chances are you'll ever get it that high, oh, no. but 
that's the fastest it can run. Mm, it's yeah. really weird. Frame rate inconsistencies as well. Now, there is an option in there to lock your frame rate to 30. That doesn't work in the PC version. Oh, great. It just doesn't fucking work. Like, it works fine, like, in the Xbox version, because the Xbox version works fine. Isn't the Xbox One just locked to 30 anyway? I think so. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, it works fine on the Xbox version, does not work on the PC version, because, yeah. The frame rate, there's, there's constant crashing. Apparently that's also linked to uh, an instability with users using NVIDIA cards. Oh, great. So, you know, like, half the people who, uh, who are going to do it. You know? Yeah, I mean... I remember the olden days where it's like, oh yeah, it's like if you didn't have this, if you had like an like a an obscure card, you were basically fucked. Yeah, I for remember the most that. part. And then like then they realised that hey, wait, we're selling people very expensive things, and they get they get angry and have like guns and stuff. Maybe we should like not be dicks about this whole thing. Another really fun thing from the main menu, there is no way to quit the game. Great, you have to alt F four that mother. That's that's a that's a sign of a quality product. Oh yes, uh, top notch port. There's a lot right of stuff there. about it, like running like an app. Like you're not supposed to like close it down properly, like like you would a program. It's it's like oh you have to like it's probably just fucking running in the background. It's like you know how the Xbox One just like minimizes everything. You don't really shut anything down. Also, image uh, they've got a lot of weird imaging problems because it has a certain system. I'm not entirely a hundred percent on how it works, but it it does this fancy little thing. So it uses less resources, but it can still look really good. And that just doesn't work on the PC version at all. So, like, the textures are quite blurry, and it's it's not 1080p. It, but what it does is it, it technically upscales from 720, but really badly. <laughs> yeah, because I imagine the, the X-Bone version will run at 720. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's just... It's a fucking mess. It's like, I, I can't really get mad at Remedy, because Remedy have acknowledged that there is a problem. Like, publicly, they've gone, yeah... And, like, listed bugs and, like, you know, basically turned around and gone, we will fix these. No, no date. No, no like, oh, yeah, we're going to fix these by this time. Just, oh, yeah, guys, we'll fix it and we know about them. It's like, that's something. But it's like, I don't, I'm not really mad at Remedy because it's UWP that's fucking everything. For the most part. You know what I mean? It, it does seem like It this... seems like the ultimate game fucker. It does seem like the game probably would have come out and been all right, or at the very least salvageable without this this UWP system. But so many things, it's causing so many problems. Like, it was sort of the worst case scenario, because if I remember rightly, I think um, Rise of the Tomb Raider was available through the same system, because you buy these things through the Windows Store, the Windows <sighs> 10 Store <sighs> thing. <sighs> they, they basically want to rival Steam with this stuff. Um, yeah, well... I wish they'd just fucking remember games for Windows Live and just fucking stop. Because they can't fucking do it. Well, yeah, but they have very short memories and um, no, and they... are very greedy. Well, quite frankly, Microsoft can just fuck off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm sick of that shit. I, think... I mean, like, I think pretty much every like software developer slash game dev, apart from like a few, and like a few publishers fucking hate me personally with a seething fucking hatred and want to see me suffer and die I just wish that Microsoft would conceal that a little better because <laughs> it, it's right now it's, it's like they might as well be mailing pictures of dicks to me they are the shittiest dicks at the shit dick convention mm. and I'm not a fan yeah I mean I, at, at this point in time it's not super bad because there's only been like two as far as I'm aware there's only a couple of games using this system and yeah, I but they're, it... they're fucking, they're charging 50 fucking pounds for this fucking game that does not work. This is fucking, 
it's like it's like charging money for Sonic Boom. If it's not illegal, it it's at least morally bankrupt. I've also heard right about fucking Quantum Break, fucking UWP. If you play it offline, it has a piracy kind of thing where, like Alan Wake did, where you have a pirate eye patch. If if it detects you have got a pirated version of the game, if you play that offline, a legitimate copy. It gives you the eye patch because it thinks you're pirating. Well, it. why would you be playing offline unless you were a pirate? That's the only reason someone isn't online all the time. Well, maybe I, I. Microsoft already proved that's what they thought because that's what the entire like Xbox One like launch fiasco was all about. Yeah, how has everyone fucking forgotten about this? God, everyone's got a fucking short memory. God damn, fuck Microsoft. But yeah, this was this was sort of the worst case scenario for them because that, yeah, as far as I'm aware, the only other big launch that's been uh, on the the Windows 10 store was Rise of the Tomb Raider. And, I didn't hear anything about that. Well, it also had a Steam release as well, so yeah, so which is where most people would have bought it. Mm. But as far as I'm aware, Quantum Break is the first big game to be exclusive to it, and so what they really needed was the first game that was a big exclusive to it to be. Perfect. They needed yeah. that to not fuck up. But they yes, to... but fuck up it did. Well, they, yeah, they needed it to... Because uh, people were fucking worried about this system because it sounds awful, but mostly because it is. Well, yeah. And, yeah, so they needed it to work right. And the fact that they brought it out and everything everyone was worried about happened. It's been f- pretty catastrophic. The only way it could have been worse is if the game just didn't boot. Is if, like, for most fair, people, the game like, just didn't boot. To be fair, that seems like the best thing that could have happened. Or if it was, like, um, that Steel Battalion with the Connect, oh. where it just... Most people can barely get past the tutorial segment because it, it just doesn't work. I mean, the biggest kicker is, apparently, like, the reviews on Expo have been really p- quite positive. Apparently it's quite a fun game. Yeah, I've heard it's alright. I've heard it's pretty when, decent. When you're not playing on the PC. When you're not playing on the fucking PC. But it's like, I'm not buying an X-Bone for one fucking game. You are not Metal Gear. But if I haven't bought a PS4 for Bloodborne, then I'm not going to buy an Xbox I don't for... Know, I am still super tempted to get, get a PS4 just for Bloodborne. I just need to sell one of my kidneys and I'll be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Send your kidneys to Snap and we play. <laughs> You can email kidneys now. Yes, yes. <laughs> they also have email on computers now. So I hear. So I hear. Mm. So, yeah. So I guess we've, we've beat, beat around the bush long enough. So go on, tell us all about Dark Souls 3. Well. Well. Okay, should well. I get comfortable? Yes, you should get comfortable. And right. probably just go and make a drink, so I'm just going to talk to the microphone for a while. Okay, I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> so, um... I've been playing Dark Souls 3 I'm about 10 hours through it, so n- not super, super far. That's like four bosses, or at least how that's how many bosses I've, I've beaten in my time with it. I think four, anyway. I'm really, really liking it so far. I have heard it, very good things, and it, it does play... Having played a little bit, it, uh, it, is, it is a lot more reminiscent of Dark Souls 1. Which is good. Which is good. Which is very good, because... Dark Souls 2 was a bit... Piss week. I mean, it's the thing with. I mean, I think I said this when we did a video on it ages ago. I'll say ages ago. It's like less than a year ago. But Dark Souls Two is, if you take it on its own, a very good game. But when taken in context of the Souls series, is weak. Oh, definitely. And that's that's really its problem. That it's it's one of the weaker entries to a really good series. 
Um, it's the Metal Gear 2. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a similar kind of thing where it's not in, inherently terrible, it just has a lot to live up to. It is, uh, what they've done is it, it feels like they looked at every single Souls game that came before it, including Demon's Souls and Bloodborne, and they sort of took everything that sort of worked from each of them and kind of threw them all together, which should, theoretically speaking, create the perfect Souls game. Or a complete mess. Or a complete mess. Um, I don't know if it is the best one. <laughs> I've not played enough of it to tell that. And I do I do have a real soft spot for Dark Souls 1, and which I would count in like easily in like my top five games of well, all that, time. That, that's understandable, yeah. Which is funny, because when I first played it, I didn't really like it. You'd, you didn't get it because you weren't good enough. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, hell, the, the video... Then you got good. The video that's on our channel, um, the Dark Souls video, is from before I really got the game. So, like, I could appreciate that there were elements of it that were really well well made, but, like, I just didn't didn't get it. And I do feel that the start of Dark Souls 1, once, you're, once you get to Lordran, isn't the most user-friendly for new players. And it's because it's so Dark Souls, it's not user-friendly, mm. well, period. Well, because there's so much freedom of where to go, it's very oh, you, easy. It's very easy to accidentally sequence break and yeah. fuck yourself over. Well, it's like when like a convinced drummer Matt to give it a go, and he ended up like completely going the wrong way at the very start of the game and ended up in the Valley of the Drakes, um, just yeah, that, getting himself murdered. that's where he should have been. <laughs> Um, like insta- like he was meant to just be going to go and beat the uh, beat the um, what's it fucking called uh, the Taurus demon. He was meant to be going up there and, and beating that um, in the undead burg. And, and he's like, nah, yeah, dragons. He just he just naturally went where he felt the game was leading him, and that's and he ended up in the Valley of the Drakes. And it's like, well, I can't blame you. You got there. I mean, you were sequence sequence breaking like crazy using the uh, using the master key, but. The game let you do that, so I can't really blame you, and that's, uh, that is a flaw I mean, of Dark Souls that's 1. That's a flaw, but that's also what a, a thing that people like about it, where it, oh, yeah, it, it doesn't hold your hand, which I'm starting to really hate as a phrase, <laughs> but it's accurate. It basically it throws you into the world and goes, fucking deal with it, scrub. Yeah, I mean, that, that, uh, that openness at the start does mean that, yeah, when, you, when you're playing the game for a second time, or a third, or fourth, or seventeenth, <laughs> then you... You have so much freedom to go where you want and do what you want, and you can go. Okay, I want to go get this item from here. I'm going to go get that. I'm going to go get that S the extra. Um, it's the, a shard. I can't remember what they're called. I've been playing so playing multiple Souls games like very close to each other. You get so confused with certain terminologies. <laughs> so I want to say Esther's shard, and it's like no, it's not an Esther shard. What's it called? It's a an fire, It's a firekeeper's soul. Um, no, it's not. It's an Esther's shard. No, it's a firekeeper's soul in Dark it's Souls. It's a firekeeper's Esther's shard. It does. A, it does a different thing. It's the equ- equivalent of sublime. I think sublime bone dust in the second one, which okay. is what you've played most. I played most of the second one because that was the easiest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit, no shame in it. I suck at Souls games. I really respect the fuck out of them, and I love, I love them, and I love the, the, the way they tell a story, and the characters, and the voice acting, and the combat, and how different it is, and just it's badass. But I suck at them. In fairness, they're fucking hard. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just need to get good. I yeah, appreciate it, that's my problem. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just happy to be there. Which is why I spent pretty much ninety percent of playing Dark Souls two being summoned to help people fight bosses. Because I was just like, that's quite I, fun. I yeah. just like, I just like helping people out. I, I'm a giver. I like, I like to give back. <laughs> but anyway. Um, 
in in Dark Souls three, they seem to have taken a lot of the things that work work really well. So so like to say um, that one of the, one of the problems with Dark Souls one is that it, it's it was very easy to to get kind of lost early on, whereas Dark Souls three is fairly. It is fairly linear at the start, but I think that's helpful because when there is so many places to go, being funneled down the right way is very helpful to begin with because it gets you acquainted with how the game's going to treat you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because like, there is always a degree of hand-holding needed. Like, you can't just go, like, fuck you. Yeah, because that's always a problem because I had that, with then the... Because then that just creates frustration and you get fed up with it. And, well, yeah, like, so you know, Dark Souls 1. It's a problem I always had with the uh, with the Elder Scrolls games is that they quite often just kind of threw you into a world and I was always like, well, I don't really have a reason to care. Yeah, no, um, I, yeah. And it, I, it was, you could go anywhere and that was I found that to be... it was That, that complete freedom felt restrictive to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they, they've done well with that. So the, the early game is very is very neatly kind of made so... It feels like you're this massive sprawling area, but it's actually this very kind of kind of linear thing. Which I think Bloodborne did a sim a similar thing where it didn't kind of just let you go everywhere at the start. It had this kind of very the the first hot like big area was very very linear for you to go through, and you know. So I think so that's good. Um, they've taken a lot of design cue. They've taken a lot of like the level design not from Dark Souls two. So that's good. Which is good, because yeah. Dark Souls 2 level design was terrible. It, it wasn't the best. And so it's got a lot more of the interwoven like level design. Shortcuts. Yeah, and shortcuts, which were... Which that's, were that's a big thing in Dark which Souls. Which was big in Dark little, Souls. Little shortcuts here and there. They actually remind me a lot of the levels from Demon Souls, because Demon Souls was quite good at making one spawn point do a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Because you only ever had one spawn point per area. Like, you'd go through the entire area off one spawn point, keep opening shortcuts back there, and then you beat the boss, then yeah. get a new spawn point, which were... Um, for, I always forget the name. This is, again, I forget the names. So many different games, they have similar names for the same things, but not quite. <laughs> it's like a fucking... It's the pathway to the Nexus, anyway. You unlock a new one of those every time you beat a boss, and so they were the only ways to, to get a new like spawn point. And the rest of it you had to do through shortcuts. And this is a bit more reminiscent of that kind of thing, which was also very prone in Dark Souls 1. Although there are a lot more bonfires in this than in Dark Souls 1. It feels like anyway. Like, sometimes I think there's a bit... That's probably a, it's one of the few Dark flaws Souls I've seen. Dark Souls 2 had a hell of a lot of bonfires just fucking everywhere. It's, it's not as bad as Dark Souls 2 for no, it. No. But it, I, I do feel like they could probably remove maybe about... Maybe a third of the bonfires. Because <laughs> sometimes you're like, I, I've got like two hey, bonfires hey. within like two minutes of each other here. Think about... Oh, scrubs, okay? <laughs> we need this. <laughs> and so, yeah, so it's taken a lot of, uh, of cues from its level design from from the, the better games in the series that have had that level design. But it also feels... I know there's some people who don't, who don't think it feels that much faster, but I don't know. It feels it quite fast sh- to me. To me, like, especially coming out, like, I did not play Bloodborne. You know, don't, don't have any way to. Yeah, well, I played a lot of Dark Souls 2. Which is quite slow. And then going into Dark Souls 3, fucking yes, that's fast. That might not be as fast as Bloodborne, but no, that is a lot faster. Which is welcome, you know, it really does fucking grab you by the fucking shoulders and shake you about. Definitely, yeah, that's cool. It does seem to prize being aggressive more. Mm, Because I know, I I found, because in in Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2, I, I often found that 
it's a very defensive style of play. You're usually oh, yeah. going to be in those in those games and and Demon Souls as well. So usually, kind of going on the offensive was usually just a really good way to get yourself killed. No, yeah. whereas I don't know, maybe it's just just the weapons I've been using or just well, the kind of enemies I've been facing. But I found way more opportunities to be aggressive and to really go on on the attack with the enemies in in Dark Souls Three, which. Or more accurately, to be able to do it and that be a way that actually works. Because that was the thing. You could Without do it getting all... immediately yeah. butchered. You yeah. could do it in all the games, but it's just you'd usually get your ass handed to you doing it. So. Yeah, yeah, you can do it, but fucking good luck. But I, I, yeah, I've been really, really enjoying it so far. I'm definitely enjoying it more than I did Dark Souls 2. More than Demon's Souls as well. Well, um, Demon's Souls, it's like you played, you played like Dark Souls 1 a good few times. Uh, Dark Souls 2, and then went back to to Demon Souls. So it's yeah. it's it's understandable that you'd be like, well, this isn't because uh, you're playing the better version. Well, Dark Souls oh. One is the better version. Yeah, it's the absolutely. improved yeah. version. I mean, I don't dislike. So it's completely under- look, no, but you obviously you won't like it as much. Yeah, it's just uh, because the- you're used to the the nice little comforts that Dark Souls One will have. That Demon Souls did not. Yeah, I just, I just think that um, overall, like things like the Estus system is just infinitely superior to eating watercress. Mm, yeah, watercress is kind of lame. <laughs> which, de- which of course was Demon Souls' method of you, you healing. Quick, eat all of this crazy salad grass. That, that is another Quick, thing. You've been burnt. Eat some kale. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is another thing in, in Dark Souls Three. The Estus system is back without the life gems, which Dark Souls Two had. Which I thought life gems were like. I mean, they were super useful, but they were a bit. Like they shouldn't have been there. No, no, they made. The they game... really feel. I was sitting there going, I don't really feel that this is right. I shouldn't really have access to these because I've drunk all my esters and now I've got no. Well, uh, they had mm. to have it because it took so long to have a respectable amount of esters flasks in that because you had to gradually gather the shards. Yeah. Granted, in Dark Souls Three, you also have to gather the shards, but at least you start with I think four. So it's not too bad, and I'm up to like eight now. So that that's kind of a perfectly fine amount yeah and so that's actually one of the things it has taken from Dark Souls 2 is that that sort of things as well as various little things that were very very helpful to have like being able to when you go you know using a um, one of the souls you've picked up and like oh, a, a, yeah. I, I want it, okay I'm going to use my fading souls I don't have to I have 30 of them okay <laughs> no you can actually just set off to pop them all at once which or is... pop a specific amount you go, well, I only yeah. want to pop 4 yeah which is it, which is uh, something that comes from Dark Souls 2 that was, yeah that was, no that, that yeah. was that was very cool because um, that's, that's the thing like, there's a lot of things that I think they describe them as quality of life upgrades mm, um, the, the, not really changing anything but it does make it a hell of a lot nicer yeah just minor little things that Dark Souls 2 did that were superior to, to the original and and weapon degradation is nowhere near as fucked as it was in, in Dark Souls 2 because yes. that I ha- always had to carry an extra fucking weapon and the worst thing is is that from uh, from software basically said oh yeah no that's working as designed and why isn't it in Bloodborne Dark Souls 3 yeah exactly if it was working so perfectly <laughs> Like, they had the system and it was just fucking bullshit. No, it was and it's fucking old... garbage and they fucking knew it was garbage. Because otherwise and they it would be... And they went, oh no, it's completely fine, shut up. Because otherwise it'd be in the subsequent games. Exactly. And it's not. And it's not. So, and so fuck you. Yeah, it's, it's been very much like playing a, uh, a, a kind of greatest hits of, of the Souls series up to this point. Like, lots of little references to previous games. Oh yeah, like uh, Andre... 
Yeah, the you, blacksmith, and then there's the Firelink Shrine, which is basically the oh, what's it called in Demon Souls? Uh, the Nexus. But it's basically the fucking Nexus. It looks very, very similar to the Nexus. Yeah, and like Demon um, Souls, oh, yeah. um, there's another character who looks a lot like a character. Yeah, we won't spoil it, but there's... I'm not going to spoil it, but you encounter a character and you're like, wait a minute! Who has a very similar name, wears very the similar same name. armor, and has a very similar personality. Yeah, and you're I like, don't know if it's the hmm. same voice actor, because I can't remember I what know. his voice actor sounds like I in the first one. I don't it's know. Been a, uh, I've not encountered him for a while, because mm. I don't know... I, the way I, play, I hope he's okay. I hope so. The <laughs> he's way, a cool guy. The way, because the way I play Dark Souls is I, uh, I with Dark Souls One is I occasionally just boot it up and then I'll be I'll get to like the bell gargoyles, <laughs> and then kind of not play for a while and then fantasize about kissing Solaire. Only a little. Because I look, you're human. All of us <laughs> want to do a kissing on Solaire. Okay. Yeah. Think you have feelings for me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if I if I did? <laughs> Like that comic that person drew was like, oh, you've got feelings for me. And then they're like frantically hiding the body pillow of him. They <laughs> but yeah, um, then, I'll, then I'll go and, and play with like one of my old saves where, I, where I'm like into New Game Plus or whatever. And then I'll start, me- I'll start messing around there. But I've played that like intro like hour and a half of Dark Souls so many times that a lot of the characters, I haven't actually met that many times. Like, like Big Hat Logan and, and, and um, Sigmire, like... I've encountered them on my full playthroughs, but like you don't encounter them like super early on in the game. Um, so, well, I shouldn't say that you do. You do encounter Sigmai just before the Bell Gargoyles if you you go a certain way. So, well, yeah, it's all twisty and weird. You know, I really like Luca Teal from the second one. Yeah, she was. I, mean, I that, thought she was fantastic. I mean, the big problem with uh, with Dark Souls 2's characters was that you had these these really cool characters, but they never went anywhere. Yeah. Like once they, if you got them to to appear at Medulla, then they just stayed there. Whereas the ones in Dark Souls One went off and did stuff and they went, pissed went, about went all over the place. Yeah. Um, and try, trying to fucking track Sigmire is nigh impossible. <laughs> I think I think like he's a blundering fool. Well, because he ends like he ends up. Like I think it's like after Anne Orlando, he goes to fucking Blight Town. Why? Um, I, if I remember Apart rightly, from that, he's, a, he's a dim bulb. I think the actual reason is that in original builds of the game, that was closer to the order that you did things. <laughs> okay. So his order <laughs> so of going to things, yeah, yeah, is is derived from that. So that's why it's a bit a bit all over the place. Yeah. Um, the, the characters seem seem quite good in in Dark Souls Three so far. And, mm. I mean, I've not played enough of it to fully see like anyone's arc or anything. I mean, I've encountered a handful of characters. Who... I did. The, there was um, the like the character we were talking about earlier. The way you encounter them, I think, is amazing. Yes. That is just like you're like oh, oh hello. <laughs> I just, I can't talk about. It. I don't want don't want to spoil anything because people will kill me. But I think that was really like sweet. I was like, oh, oh, how lovely! Like this game is fucking hateful as shit. But oh, well, that's, that's always been the thing with Dark Souls is, uh, or just the Soul series in general, is that the NPCs are some uh, some of the more interesting parts of the game because they're so oh, interesting. They're lovely. Yeah, I really do. I've, you always look forward to having a conversation with an NPC. Well, it helps that even the like the voice acting is generally fairly good. It's very good. And even when. Like I don't want to say that some of them are bad per se, but when then when they kind of com- might come across as a little bit silly, like say Framp's voice from Dark Souls One, I, it's Framp's still okay. It's still interesting because he's a, cool he's a creepy thing, and yeah, he's gonna have a he, the the sound he makes with his mouth is gonna be strange. I guess look if you look at the shape of his mouth, then you know him him having a normal voice would be weird. Yeah, 
yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Actually, if you listen to him when he's talking, you can hear his weird, like, slopping and things in between mm. it. He's, he's just awful serpent noises. Yeah. You can still hear that. I do like Framp, though. I think he's a cool... Uh, he's a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. And one thing I, I, I mean, I have heard um, that we, we've been very lucky with Dark Souls. Yeah, so. I've heard that a lot of people have had some real problems running it. Yeah, like, um, I think... We've bonfire, been incredibly lucky. I think the first bonfire is actually, like... A is actually like a game crasher to a lot of people. Yeah, I have so, that. yeah, is it like the PS4 version the worst for it? I don't know. I've not heard much about the PS4 version. Of it. Oh, well, it's like the, I'm sure there's a console. I, I honestly don't quote me, but I'm sure I heard somewhere that there's a console version that's quite rough. I mean, I know that I'm pretty sure the console versions are only running at 30 frames a second, which is strange that we've got like a Dark Souls on PC that runs well, at least for us, like. Frame rate wise, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm still, still and... interested to see what Durante comes out with. Uh, the guy who um, who came up with DS Fix for the first one, yeah, who made it fucking playable. I think he did one for Dark Souls Two as well. Although we played it when it was Scholar of the First Sin, yeah, we played so Scholar it ran fine. By then. Yeah, it, it ran fine. It took them fucking long enough, but they <laughs> managed it. But yeah, um, we've. We've had no problems with it, but yeah, um, there's bonfire glitches where it's just not working. People who are just constantly crashing. People yeah. who are having sh- real, like, shitty frame rates on really good machines. Because, like, we were we were a little worried because when seeing the specs of the game, like, we were... We were like, oh! We were somewhere between medium and recommended. Yeah. So we were like, this, is, this probably isn't going to run at 60 on our machine. And it doesn't. It runs about 50-odds. Which, like which is fine. Which is Fine. I'm, I'm used to I'm Dark Souls 1 being locked at 30 <laughs> and running much lower than that in Blighttown. Yeah. So I mean, it's that, fine. like, it basically was like, hey, I'm auto detecting that everything should be on high, and it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're drunk, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, we do occasionally have a few frame drops here and there. Only in, like, very large areas, but even then, it's like, for as pretty as that game is, I'm okay with the occasional dip. Yeah, it's okay. It, but it's... for the most part, for us anyway, it has been relatively stable. Um, but yeah, it's been very bad for for mm. a lot of people. So that that is a thing. Like even even though I'm praising the game and, and saying I'm really liking it, that that is something too. If you're thinking of buying it, be aware be that aware. there are problems. <laughs> it might not work on your machine at all, which is a massive pain in the dick. Yeah, but people who have played it, like it does, seem to be generally getting fairly positive things. Of yeah, the, I've seen a lot of people saying like, honestly, I, this is my favourite Souls game, and like so I, I haven't, haven't seen that. I, I want to see like I want to give it like a month. And see what people are saying then. Because that's when you know what people are saying is legit. And they're not just, oh, I'm so happy because i got this new shiny game. Wee. <laughs> so but, we'll see how like people actually feel about it in, in a little while. But Yeah, yeah. and I know, um, it's funny because I was looking on, on Twitter um, because I'm the sort of sort of idiot that occasionally when I see something trending, I'll, I'll look through it. Oh, God, and, and see And see what the other human beings have to say and then become, become horrified by my fellow man. Yeah. Um, but Dark Souls was trending when the game came out, so I, I had a bit of a look to see how people were dealing with it. And yeah, there were some people, you know, there's the usual stuff you encounter, like, you know, people just making, oh, it was, it's so difficult. Or, oh, oh, it's just too easy. Look, look how fucking hardcore I, I am. Actually, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see anyone say it was too easy. Really? No, I've not seen a single person say that. I am so fucking surprised. Um, because I've usually, s- like, like, especially like, like um, Devil May Cry. It was like, before Dark Souls, that was the big thing. Oh, it, oh it's so easy. Like, ugh. And it's like, Fuck you, okay? Stop this fucking humble bragging. You're being a dick. Like, I'm sure that people leaving YouTube comments will say that it's the easiest game in the world because that's what YouTube comments are for. It's for people oh, to for show people off to... the 
Show for size their dick yeah. in regards to Souls games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, but, oh my god, you don't do this. Well, that's why you're lame, and I, I, I touch boobs all the time. Yeah, that's like the worst part of the Souls community is oh, is the smugness. the elitism. Yeah, but yeah, the things I was seeing on Twitter was no one saying it's too easy. Um, there's a handful of people saying it doesn't run properly, and a yeah, million, yeah. a million fucking people going, oh my god, look at me, look, I'm going to be streaming it and giving away copies of it. Come, please watch my stream, please, seriously, please watch my stream. See, fair enough if you want to give away stuff, but basically sitting there going, come watch my stream if you want free stuff. Is a bit too cynical. Yeah, but these are people that do sickness that get severely uh, like higher views than we do. So I guess what a fucking we know. Yeah, yeah. well, that's you know we're, we're, <laughs> we have these really pesky things called morals. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further to that because then I, yeah. I, I, I will bitch for another few hours about yeah. that. But, but yeah. the the thing that I saw quite a lot of people saying was how hard they were finding it, which was oh, yeah, didn't it like it drew in a lot of new players? Yeah, it did seem to, and so people were having real trouble with the first boss. Oh my sweet summer children! <laughs> I mean, I will say that for a first boss, um, I was like, I was thinking about it. I mean, obviously, I haven't I haven't played Bloodborne, so I can't. Some say... some spoilers here, if. if... Nobody, because some people don't want to know absolutely anything. So. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we've been spoiling all the time. Why are you still fucking listening? Oh my goodness, we've been not really not... been spoiling anything. We've, 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 we've done been quite well. Pretty with, good, but at the same we're time, not talking about specifics. Yeah, but some people are like, "Oh my god, how dare you tell me that Ares dies in Final Fantasy VII? Spoiler fucking warning, you asshole!" And you're like, <laughs> dude, people who were born at the time that game came out are grandparents now. <laughs> fucking get over it. Yeah, but this is like a few days old. So yeah, but there's I. I'm of the opinion that something that happens within the first hour of a game is not a spoiler. Well, some people well, to differ. yeah. I'm, I'm not going to like I said, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I'm just going to say the first boss, which you encounter in the first like 15 minutes. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty quick. He's quite fast, and he has multiple phases, which is the big difference. And um, between now, say the asylum demon doesn't really have phases, and he's slow. And the, and... Lo- the, the last giant is just big and slow, and yeah. He does technically have a face because he rips his arm off at one point. Yeah, but it was so boring. Yeah, it's a very slow fight. <laughs> so, I never yeah. noticed. But no, it's We can't like, fucking see him because he's too tall. He's too That's fucking why. big. Um, no, I think, like, coming at it from someone who isn't as good as Souls as you are, I would say that that boss fight does seem like out of the Asylum Demon and the Last Giant. I don't know about the first Bloodborne one. Um, Dark Souls 3's first boss does seem like the hardest because, like, if... I mean, like I stated in the video, versus pole arms, I am terrible. I they're my Achilles heel. Mm. I can't deal with them at all. Um, but like, so he's got the pole arm. That enough, and that in itself is quite rough. But you get around it. Mm. Then he he goes full Quavo, like fucking Resident Evil, blah, 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 and that's where I would I would not be able to pay attention to it because it's it's too fast and erratic for me to focus on. So I can understand a lot of people, like, from him yeah, going from yeah. just kind of normal human movements that are quite speedy to whipping around all over the fucking place and just not knowing what the fuck. I totally understand people having a lot of trouble with that. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, it's easier for me, because obviously I... Because, yeah, I'm really good. Well, I've, I've beaten Dark Souls 1 and 2 um, a couple of times, so... I'm I'm kind of used to a lot of the things that a new player would not be used to. So yeah, I can see that that first boss would be a bitch. I'd be intrigued to see how people find the second boss because I didn't because this is the thing. The second boss, like yeah, I, we kind of figured that out pretty much immediately. I was like, wait a minute, get under his butt. Well, yeah, the second the second boss, like I like if Bought? you've seen our, if you've seen our video, um, which we put up a few days ago. 
you, the, we, I beat the, the second boss at the, at the end of that video, and I, I somehow managed to do it without any Estus Flasks and at half health. Which I still don't quite know how I did. I don't. God, it's so hard being so amazing. Well, the thing Souls is, like, games. I don't know what the perception is of a lot of things about the game because outside of checking the Twitter feed for what people were saying about it, I've avoided basically everything about Dark Souls Three. Like, there's things in the game that I don't understand. Like, I don't completely understand how the hollowing system works. I don't in understand this one. the purple phantoms. They can... Why are they there? Uh, you can kind of summon them in, and they can attack everyone. No, they can attack everything apart from I think friendly NPCs, but. Why? You know, I'm just kind of like, why? I mean, people, some people, uh, there's a a thing from um, the old, uh, I I can't remember if they were in Dark Souls 1, but in Dark Souls 2 there was a covenant where you could put yourself down so people could summon you for a a PvP battle. No, 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 I, I, no, I I know in Dark Souls 2 you had, you could, you could have like, you could write on the floor and go, this is me, come and summon me if you want, you know, your ass beat, basically. Mm. But like, yeah, purple phantoms that can attack everything is just really strange. It's like I agree. Like, I appreciate it adds a bit of a wild card to it. I think it's yeah. a bit random. I think it's that's like, what they're going for. That's probably what they're going for. Which is like, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't think it hurts the game in any way. I just think it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's the thing. Don't fucking yeah. No idea how the fuck hollowing works. But yeah, um, but the thing is, yeah, I've been. I, I've actively avoided stuff. So there's those things in the game, like like the hollowing, that I don't fully understand yet. And I'm kind of loath to look at them because I've never played a Souls game this close to launch either. Because what what I played like Dark Souls like several years after it was released, and then I played Dark Souls Two when Scholar, Scholar of the First, First Sin. Sin came out. Yeah. So that was like a year or so afterwards. And I played Demon Souls after both of those. <laughs> yeah. So I've never played one while it's been new and fresh, and I had like no idea of what anything was. So it's like. I've not looked up a single thing so far. So even just the simple thing of figuring out which way to go and, like, am I going the right way? And, like, basically finding out because, you know, there's an enemy that way that I can conceivably beat. So then you'll know that that's probably the right way. Yeah. So that, that's been that's been really quite fun. But, yeah, also, I, I'm, I'm approaching that point now where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I might have to actually occasionally look, look something up. But it also means I don't know, like, what's what's perceived as difficult like if i'm having trouble with a boss if i'm missing something like the um there is a a giant tree boss oh that one um where you it, it's kind of a bit gimmicky it's got like weak points on it and you you, you have to you might, well, chaos <laughs> the bed of chaos was a bit of a tree yeah, and but had weak points on it. It's like the bed of chaos, except fun and designed by a human being that didn't hate humanity. Oh, so way better than yes. Okay, cool. You know what, Dark Souls three, you get a plus point for that. <laughs> and like, I, I found that quite difficult until I kind of figured out what what the the shtick of it was, and then once I did, I, I managed to beat it fairly easily. But like, I don't know if like that's a boss that people beat first time. So so beating the second boss on half health with no Estus flasks. I don't know if that's just if, if that's, that's just, the baddest ass yeah, at, at I, the badass table. I thing. have no idea if I was being a badass, if that was actually something I should legitimately feel proud of, or if it's like, oh no, this is just like the covetous demon from Dark Souls Two. Like, if you die, do it. If you die against this, you're probably like, you probably don't have thumbs or something. Oh. <laughs> well, like, I think I think that was pretty impressive because I would have got my ass handed to me. I mean, it didn't it, it didn't harm it that basically the the tactic to beating it was oh did you fight Sif in Dark Souls one if yes then yeah you can beat this one. Stop making me sad. 
Sif is marvellous. Sif is the best puppy. But yeah, I guess in short, this kind of, you know, my, my rambling while trying not to give away too many spoilers because I could talk about spoilery things all fucking day. Oh, yes. But I don't want to because the game's still relatively new. Yeah. Like, it's been out for less than a week, so. Yeah. And, and like, anyone, like, who's listening to this on YouTube or anything, please, please try and avoid spoilers. Yes, please, please no, because, no spoilers. Because, yeah, be considerate to people who haven't played yet. And Just... to me, I, I, I probably haven't played the posse. You've got to yet. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no spoilers, if you please. Uh, but, yeah, I'm re- really, really enjoying it, and technical problems aside, I think it is really, really good, and at present, I think it is it is better than, better than, this, than Dark Souls 2, I like it better than Demon Souls. I know Demon Souls does have its have its fans, but I like it better than Demon Souls. Um, and whether I'll like it more than Dark Souls One really depends. Oh, mm. after I, I'd have to beat it and kind of experience the whole thing to really, really know yeah, that. Yeah, that Although, severely remains to be yeah. seen. Although I will say one thing that is that is is an issue that I I find personally like I don't I, I wouldn't be surprised if no one else has an issue with this. This is just a part of the nature of the series of how it's gone on. But one of the things I really like about Dark Souls One is that there's a lot of stuff in that that you're not really sure of, like about what's real, about oh, like, like the mythology yeah. of the world and stuff. Like like the whole idea of the Greylands um, and that everything coming from there and that there was no life except for the dragons which weren't really alive but but they were massive dicks but out. kind of are but kind of aren't yeah. like all, all the stuff like that like how much of the backstory and mythology you're given that's true and how much of it is false is really up to interpretation even of course the the ending of what, what you choose you, it's up to your interpretation as to which of the endings is a good ending and which of the endings is a well, bad ending. I think it's pretty fucking obvious, but then again, I would. Now, I, I can see people's argument for both. Now, of course, Dark Souls 2 removes a lot of that ambiguity. Um, and, um, and and the Souls... As the Souls games go on, they, by necessity, have are trying to make a more concrete mythology for the, for the series, which means a lot of mystery and a lot of... Stuff where you don't understand what's going off. They have to kind of make a concrete thing that's going on just to make the entire series make sense. And I feel that that is something that is being lost as the series goes on. Because the first one is really great for that of like... I mean, hell, you you go down into like the plane below like the Midgarian world that you live in. I can't remember the word for that. Yeah, because there's... there's All the knowledge on... um, There's Asaheim, which is... I think that's where the gods hang out. That's, where, that's like where Valhalla is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and oh, there's, there's like the Midgar- Jotunheim. Is, is that the? Uh, that's the underworld. Okay, Jotunheim is. Oh fuck! I know all this stuff. Yeah. I fucking bum off Norse mythology, and I can't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> right, let's just say Jot- Jotunheim. But yeah, it's, it's that that kind of under the underworld realm. Winterheim. You yeah, you basically go into that um, if you find the area, which admittedly people didn't for fucking ages. And yeah, you can go into that area and you realise that like the whole world that you're in doesn't feel like it makes sense because it's like suspended on trees and like there's yeah, there's like a sky like... above the sky uh, below the, below the land. It's it's fucking no, that, weird. That's just Nordic mythology. Yeah, it's like all Nordic, it's very Nordic and it it's kind of but, you know the life tree. It makes the world. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the whole um, oh fuck what they're called. Um, God, I'm forgetting everything. Uh, the actual big trees that that grow from from the uh, the Greylands up into the world. Um, arch trees, that's what they're called. 
uh, and those grow grow up and they're kind of like they're, they're what kind of like almost like what hold the world up and what everything's attached to and they're like mm. made of stone and there's well, all this weird stuff that doesn't make any sense but it's not supposed to but they have to slowly try and make it make sense yeah. over the series and that's well, it's I, a pity that's being lost, but it's it's kind of a necessity. That's, yeah. yeah, well, as as long as they don't get to the, you know, the, the first, like, human was made when a cow licked an ice cube a lot, then it's probably fine. <laughs> is, is that an actual Norse that's mythology thing? That's legit. I think that could have been where the ice giants came from. Where, like, yeah, an ice giant or human or a god. I can't remember. I'm very tired. But, yeah, it's like the... Uh, the big old angry ice man had a block of ice and his his pet cow licked it a lot and then humans came out. <laughs> humans and or ice giants. Please please remove us necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like good good old uh, Odin, he did get rid of all the ice giants. That's that's why I, I do follow Norse religion quite uh, quite closely. Because there are no ice giants around. Can you so, fucking see any yeah. ice giants? You know that you know, Odin was all about not he fucking tore out his eye. For knowledge, I'm sorry, but that's fucking badass. Yeah, well, that's that's what I, I like about the uh, the Norse gods. You know, they committed. Oh yeah, they, yeah. they committed. Also, there were a bunch of uh, of vaguely murderous jackasses most of the time, so it made sense that the world was a murderous jackassery filled place. Oh yeah, because the gods were like that. The gods were fucking fucking weird and all over the place and stupid. But yeah, no. So, yeah, in short, Dark Souls 3, I really, really like it. Yeah. Still a lot of problems with it, performance-wise, apparently. Mm. And hopefully that will get fixed in time, because it's, it is, if you have enjoyed the previous Souls games, I can say that chances are you're going to really, really like this one, because it feels like a greatest hits of everything that kind of worked from previous games, like, even small mechanics here and there added, and a few new ones introduced, and it just all seems to be... It, it yeah, it does just feel like they've cherry picked everything that kind of worked, and which is really what a sequel is supposed to do. Yeah. So and, good on them. And I hope that um, I hope that it keeps up its uh, its level of quality. I hope I don't just suddenly get to a certain part of the game and it just the, the like the entire second half of the game is like fucking Lost Isleth and just it's <laughs> barely finished. And you can see that they've completely and utterly run out of money. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think is going to be the case. I don't but... think that's going to be a problem seeing as well. I'm pretty sure they have about twice the money of God right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FromSoft's uh, done pretty well. Oh themselves. yeah, so it, it should be alright. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I enjoy it. Um, has problems. Has, has problems. Bear problems. that in mind. But yeah. um, I, can, I can recommend it, but just be careful. Mm. Um, well, uh, are, are you happy that you've, you know, you've basically monopolised a third of the podcast to talk about your your precious baby Dark Souls. I guess, I, I guess I could talk about it more. No, but, yeah. no, we don't. No. We're, we're out of time. I'm probably to be honest. Like it's probably going to take quite a while to beat it, especially if I'm if I'm determined to carry on doing it more or less blind. So <laughs> okay, I'm going to be talking about it in numerous podcasts. Yeah, okay, so. folks. So every podcast from now on until Wib beats it is going to be a fucking Dark Souls three podcast. Pretty much. Oh God, I'll I'll try and keep that down to a minimum. Hey, and I've got, and then I've got like in many months' time when I can actually start talking about specifics of what's going on, so I'm not spoiling uh, okay, stuff for people. Okay, no, no, <laughs> we're, no, we're not doing that. Actually, I will say one thing, one last thing. It's not actually about Dark Souls Three; it's about Dark Souls One. Who are you trying to convince? Uh, me mostly. Okay. Um, so I played a little bit of Dark Souls One um, while I was waiting for Dark Souls Three to unlock. Oh my goodness! Um, because I was I was jonesing something crazy. 
Yeah, see, I actually fulfilled my uh, my my itching to play by baking. <laughs> I legitimately did. You did. Yeah, I made cookies with things on them, like praise the sun. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. I have is. very strange coping mechanisms. <laughs> But so I played it, and I just played the, the first part of the game. And I loaded up a character that I'd, I'd done like the first hour of the game with, um, a character who I, who was going to be a big a, a big armored heavy character with a great shield is what I was aiming for. Oh, like big, a super tank, yeah, super, super heavy. tank character. Their name was Brick. No, no, I get that. Um, and I decided to play a little bit with them, and I I'd, I'd finished my save when I previously played just before the bell gargoyles. Uh, so I went to go up and and, and get them, and fight them. And on the way, I was invaded. Right. I was invaded by someone with a truly bizarre theme character. Right. So they were basically wearing, like, uh, like it looked like a toga. I'm not entirely sure what they were wearing, but it looked like they were wearing a toga. Are you getting really snobby and uppity about fashion souls right now? No, 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 no. Okay. They were doing that. Um, I think they were called something Athena. So they were going for, like, a Greek A Greek theme. thing, yeah. Okay. Wielding a bow... All Nothing right. but a bow. Right. Bearing in mind that we're um, going against a person with a very big sword. Yeah, not exactly the best versus. So I think I was. Will, I had the Zweihander at that point. Oh, so yeah, no, that's that's just bad yeah. for them. So and they were they weren't locking on. They were manually aiming. Okay. And they had a very powerful bow. All I'll right. give them that. But it's but, still a bow. But they were refusing to play the game properly at all. And so I understandably, like a rational Souls player, um, knocked them into a corner and then beat them to death. Well, yeah, um, it was... Honestly, if someone didn't do that, I would wonder what was wrong with them. Um, and this seems to be the way that this person finds friends. Because I, instantly, as soon as that happened, I got a friend request from them. They were like, maybe they, just, maybe they were looking for a dom. Maybe, maybe. Which, you know, fair enough. It's a strange way to do it, but, you know. <laughs> I was just trying to work it out. I was like, why have, why have you added me? Because if you're invading people's worlds to, like, test their strength, then play the game properly, because no one is ever going to lose against you. I only Unless got... they accidentally, like, f- fucking roll off a cliff. Yeah, I only got hit by them once and found out that they do actually hurt quite a bit when they hit, because... I was st- I stopped bothering shielding because I was just wailing on them and murdering them. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I'm just going to not put my shield up because yeah. you're so fucking puny. And I didn't even bother to heal because I was like, well, he's not going to do that again. God, you know, if that happened to me, I'd probably just delete my character <laughs> out of just shame. Just like, oh mm. no, I got but, owned by that guy. <laughs> but the thing is, like, they can't be doing it to, to find people who are good at the game because anyone could beat them. Well, yeah. But... Th- so what what are they doing? Are they doing it like any anyone who who kills them and doesn't take pity on them? Maybe that's it. They they only favor ruthless people. But it's Dark Souls. Everyone's a dick. I'm not. Well, anyone who who has who has been invaded or is invading is usually being a dick. Well, if if I'm invaded, I I basically just go. You know, oh, I, I fucking hate being invaded. Go away. I don't want to be invaded. I'm busy. I tell you, there's one problem I have had so far. I have had a lot of latency issues with invasions. In that Dark was Souls a massive 3. problem in Dark Souls 2. Like, when, when Scholar of the First fucking Sin came out, yeah. that was still a big fucking problem. To, to the point that I've had They need to get that shit together. Yeah, to the point that, like, um, the times I've been killed by an invader, um, it's been because their strikes have not occurred at the same time as their animation, even vaguely, and... When I've when I my sword has literally passed through them, they're actually ten feet away. Yeah. So it's been literally impossible to fight them. 
I mean, that's standard for Souls games, but yeah. Yeah, but hopefully that eases up. But yeah, I thought I'd mention that weird little occurrence of the person hmm. f- friending me for no good reason. Yeah. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, so, we should also mention something for you. Um, huh? should mention, because you're off, off your nicotine patches now. Yes, yes. <laughs> you are officially a non-smoker now. I'm officially every, a non-smoker. every definition. Yeah, I have been off my, my nicotine patches for a week. I did the entire three-step process in a month, because I'm hardcore as shit. <laughs> no, I, I'm just really fucking stubborn. So I went from 25 mil to seven, like 14 mil and 7 mil to nothing in a week each. And now I'm officially a non-smoker, and I'm reaping all the benefits of that. Like, my gums are bleeding a lot. See, that's actually, it's a positive sign, but you have to go through the bleeding for your gums to become better. This is the weird thing. Okay, so smoking fucks up the circulation of blood in your mouth. Uh, like, so now I haven't been smoking for a month, my mouth has started figuring out that blood can go in certain places <laughs> and it's pouring out everywhere. So I was like, kick fucking just like walk past the mirror. Like, and I was like, I can taste blood. And I look at the mirror and I, my fucking gums are bleeding. And I, I'm like, oh, gum disease. So I freak out and I'm Googling it and it's like, oh no, this is legit a thing. You stop smoking, yeah. your gums start pissing blood. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> this, this feels wrong. Look at all the benefits yeah. I'm reaping. I can I can sit down and watch a movie without itching to go out for a cigarette, and my gums bleed. It's amazing. I'm also, so your, t- your, your taste has got better. Yes, my taste and my sense of smell have gotten a bit. I mean, my sense of smell is fucking amazing anyway, but now it's getting a bit too good. It has <laughs> to be stopped. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I came off patches and I just didn't feel any withdrawal symptoms whatsoever. I think I just break the psychological reaching for a cigarette, like, in between, like, waiting for models to dry, uh, thinking, like, about drawing something you know, at a game, like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll roll a cigarette, because I'm, I've, I've died, and I'll wait for respawn. Yeah, I broke that, and it's fine now. So that's, that's really positive, it's, it's, and I'm, very I'm really pleased. Very if good. only my gums would stop bleeding. So that was, that was probably really gross, and everyone hates me now. So, uh, <laughs> oh no, no, we are the, we are the premier podcast for hearing about uh, the state of its host gums. Oh yeah, no, my gums are fine, by the way. Yeah, you, your your mouth is annoyingly healthy. Oh yeah, well I'm I'm nearly thirty and have not had a single filling. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> my first ever dental procedure was a root canal, <laughs> but whatever. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter mm. at all. But yeah, I mean, usually I'd, I'd be surprised because usually our streams we always talk about porn. Which we just don't on the podcast. Maybe we should. If you guys yeah. want us to talk about pornography, we probably could, although I'm not sure what we'd say about it, apart from it's a thing. So non-smoking pornography. That's what we're all about here. Non-smoking pornography. On the Misanthropod, that's what we like to talk about. And occasionally video games, when we mm. can be bothered. And that really is all we have time for. That really is. Let's really leave is. you with, with bleeding gums pornography. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. You can find us anywhere. We're on Twitch. Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, we're on all those things. So yeah, you can Google searches. You will find. You'll it. find us. So and and until until next time, have a good one. Goodbye. Good. Look after your gums, people. Remember, you should always floss. <laughs> <laughs>